past the first half, I'm not gonna lie. Oh, could be Wayne! I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh! I love it, baby! Them orange bridges! Something about them orange bridges! Ball hit high in the air in the right field. Going back to Sayre. And Tennessee can say hello win column. A grand slam in the bottom of the ninth. You can't draw it up any better. We just won a basketball game, and we're very happy right now. McGrath for the win. He got it. If you don't like college football, and you watch this one, I'm not sure what your problem is. Read it, did to do, and welcome into More Important Issues. It is Sunday, December 3rd. The college football playoff is here. And Landon, we're going to talk about that a lot tonight. We're going to talk about bowl, um, citrus bowl specifically with Tennessee. And uh, as frustrating and annoying as, as all this has been, we got what we wanted. We wanted chaos and we got it. And I'm not upset about that. This is, uh, I, I say often that I want the structure of college football to make sense. But at the same time, it would, su it would suck a little bit to not have this. Yeah, I mean, it just content fillers. We, we appreciate that. We appreciate college football being the way that it is. Just absolute chaos and no real specific guidelines. Right, uh, or made-up guidelines that they pretend to follow the years they want to follow them, um, which I love. So yeah. uh, I am going to go ahead and open the – or I guess kind of open the floor. If you want to get on and you have – Before we get to the show. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> if you want to get on at any point and tell me why Alabama deserves to be on – or in the college football playoff over FSU, um, shoot me a DM on Twitter. Uh, if you're on Facebook, I guess, just send a message. Um let me know. I may get you on here, but just fair warning. I'm going to, when we get to college football playoff, I'm going to tell you what a bad take is. And this is our show. So I am the determining factor, me and Landon. <laughs> and if you reiterate that bad take, you're done. You're done. Like, come at me with new valid takes. So if you've got that, DM me. Um, I may let you on. Um, but you may be kicked off promptly if you just, if you just do the ESPN talking head debate. If you the, the ratings, if that's all you're thinking about, you're out. This is these these are sports. It's the most serious thing ever. Um, world economics, <laughs> uh, world hunger, <laughs> war, <laughs> sports. It's all that matters. Um, that's what we're talking about. Yeah, I was, I, I was. Yeah, I was really hoping that Alabama wasn't going to be in just so I could tweet out the video of Jermaine Burton doing the thing to the Georgia mm -hmm. student section, which. It's funny because he used to be a Georgia student, which I guess that's a different topic for a different day. But, um, I mean, that would just would have been all time to be able to tweet that out if they didn't make the college football playoff. And I just hate Alabama. Uh, but my 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 reasons when we get there have nothing really to do with Al – like not so much to do with Alabama and, and my, you know, just disdain for – like it has nothing to do with that. It's just yeah, you play to win the game. And they didn't win a game. We'll talk about it. I'm excited for that one. Um, I'm excited for the Citrus Bowl, man. Uh, I Listen, you got to tweet out the jokes. You can't, you know, Steve Spurrier can't spell citrus without UT. Got to happen. But 
I think it's a good landing spot for Tennessee. I think this has the ability to be one of the most boring games of all time. It, yeah, it is absolutely. it is up there. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely, I'm excited for it. I don't know about you. Um, yeah, I think tickets should up. only be what the over and under is going to be. <laughs> okay. That's that $24. Yeah, that should be the price. Um, it's better than a bowl game in, in North Carolina or Nashville in in December or January. Yeah, I, I just love that Tennessee had the balls to reject just in case. They're like, we are not playing in the Music City Bowl. I I, love I, su- I support that. And, and, I mean, I thought the game in, in Nashville had like a good environment, good feel to it. Uh, but I, I support never playing in Nissan Stadium ever again. Yeah. I would like to add, I added the caveat of Nissan Stadium just in case that other stadium is really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when we left that stadium, like we didn't want to go back. Yeah, I had a good time. You, you can't you can't begin your season there and finish your season there. We had no interest in doing that at all. Yeah, not truthfully. Unless it's a, unless it's like where if it was in Houston, if that was where we opened, that would have been cool. Yeah. But yeah, not Nashville. <laughs> uh but yeah, all in all, we'll we'll get into that, talk a little Iowa. Um I I I mean I I will say it Iowa I think we've put this label on a few teams. I was the worst 10-win team in college football. Now, that comes with, the again, another caveat here. They did win 10 games, and it doesn't matter how good or bad you are if you win 10 games. Yeah, I think it would be a great debate. Or is Iowa the worst best team, or are they the best worst team? They are the – that is a good debate. They are the – I think they're the best worst team. Okay. They find a way to win. I think if it was I think it was opposite. If they had a really good offense, bad defense, I think they would be the, the worst best team. But when you just watch that football, you get kind of lulled to sleep and it just it makes you think worse. Yeah, when you look at their like offensive stats, you're like, dude, this team hasn't won a game. It honestly makes it more they should be in the college football playoff. It's miraculous that they win games how they do. I think that's one of the most impressive college football teams of all time. Also, their quarterback is a absolute unit. He is. He's he's from Iowa. Is he? I don't. I don't. Has to be. You think you think any other state in the country can produce that kind of quarterback? I don't know. A guy named Deacon just feels like the South to me. Does feel very Southern. Mississippi. Where do they recruit? <laughs> he's from California. What? No way. They don't have deacons in California. Check, check his parents' birth certificates. They're not from California. Yeah. They're they're not. No. They they left California recently for Texas. Okay. Six they're, three, two hundred and fifty-eight pounds off. That, wow. That's insane. Um there's a very different looking, which I know the FSU quarterback's a freshman, a very different look looking quarterback than than what FSU rolled out there. Yes. Also, I would love to get a picture of him and Nico next to each other. <laughs> If we could get that going, that would be cool. Yeah, for sure. Um, what it, I just got actually a text about the over under. It's 36 and a half. Wow. Um, like sounds the, like a good time to take the under. Seven point open seven point favorites, Tennessee did. Um, and 36 and a half is the the over under. Yeah, that's that's probably a um Leon draft is under. seven and a half right now. Okay. That was a FanDuel one. I just got sent. Um all right, let's get into the show. Before we do that, though, I'm going to tell you guys about our good friends at Underdog. Underdog is Knoxville's best sports collectible store with a wide selection of UT cards, autographs, and memorabilia. 
Whether you're looking for a Peyton Manning autograph helmet or the most recent Topps baseball card release, you'll find it at Underdog. The shop is owned by UT graduates and proudly sports UT sports by hosting NIL events throughout the year. Stop by the 640 Plaza at 4452 Western Avenue in Knoxville. They're open six days a week with live YouTube shows three nights per week. Remember, always bet on the underdog. All right, Tennessee football still going, still rocking, still rolling. January 1st, coming back at you. Ronnie Feltz getting us started in here. Thanks for the birthday wishes, guys. Absolutely, dude. Hope it was great. What's the early take on facing Iowa? I don't have a, a hard-hitting take here. Um, I like that we're playing. We seem to fare well against Big Ten teams in Florida in the month of uh, December and January, the months, I guess, of December and January. So um, I like that draw. I don't I, – I, last time Tennessee had a month to prepare for a game, they, they looked really good. So I, I, I don't, I don't know where to, I don't know where to go with this because I, I joke about Iowa being being a bad football team, but they continually find ways to win. Um, so it, it's going to be uh, an interesting test. And then, I mean, it's uh, unstoppable force move, meets an immovable object. Uh, the line of scrimmage. This is going to be like a similar to an SEC game where can Tennessee's offensive line handle the, their business? Stand on your business, as Eli Drinkwitz would say. Please. Um, I was okay. It's it's. I was thinking it, it is going back to Orlando, and I, I do like that. Josh Heupel, obviously at UCF. <laughs> there, that's got to be big. Okay, bounce um, house two point But it's it's not at the bounce house, right? It's in the bounce soccer, house is UCF Stadium. That's in camping this? camping world. Yeah. No. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're right. Um, okay. Who has that stadium? Is it? The soccer That's, team? Or, no, they have their own. I don't. I don't think Camping World is anybody, right? UCF might have. UCF oh, might have played there. Oh, the Orlando Guardians play there. The XFL team. Oh wow, that's big time! What a what a stadium to share. That's incredible. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm sure they're paying a hefty rent to practice <laughs> there. But yeah, um, my first take was just like, I like it. A team that can't <laughs> score. Um, I mean, you literally can't find like two op more opposite teams than these two. Yeah, maybe not this year, but uh, in terms of program wise, yes. Um, yeah. real quick for Camping World, it also the host of the Pop Tart Bowl needs to be mentioned because <laughs> for the first time ever, <laughs> I hope and think for the first time ever, the mascot will be edible and the, and the teams will be able to eat the mascot. Eat oh yeah, that's right, that's game. right. <laughs> Which is just insane thought to have from a marketing perspective. Like, what if we put a giant Pop-Tart out there and then all the kids in the stadium get to see that Pop-Tart eaten yeah. by the players? How do they pick what flavor it is? I feel like that's a big deal. I think you got it. I think for that many people um, and that big, too, and consistency-wise, I think you got to go with the classic, like, brown sugar cinnamon. I don't think you can stray too far from what you know. I'm thinking, like, strawberry, just like a like – a... I think you can run into too many issues there. You think? Think so. I feel like people would be alert, more allergic to brown sugar than strawberry. I don't know if I've ever met anyone allergic to either of those. I don't. I don't know. I'm. I'm just. I'm thinking out loud. <laughs> I just feel like that would be. You said we're running into issues. Is is that what you're talking about? Like, I think people in terms of flavors, people like, um, as well as, I just you know, so some of the strawberry and blueberries and whatnot. You you get into where. Edges of the pop tarts are always not the best parts. Yeah, I, I, feel I just like, feel like those those two like flavors that you just mentioned are the default flavors. I right, like but I feel like the default 
the strawberries and blueberries, I feel like their edges don't always get to the edges. Mm. Brown sugar cinnamon, I've never had a brown sugar cinnamon pop tart I've been disappointed in. Yeah. Personally. I love pop tarts. So, <laughs> Me too. Yeah. I've got two different kinds sitting in my pantry right now. I actually want to Okay, this mascot is going to be wearing this thing the entire game and then they eat it. Um is he I get after they eat it cuz that's weird. <laughs> I've not understood the context and how this will work. I just know it is a <laughs> giant edible costume. Um I guess Spencer's is, is assisting with that the making of it. I don't know. Yeah. Eli Drinkwitz is pissed. Uh, big pop tart guy. I'm just saying, like he he was a big, you know. Or no, I'm I'm sorry, not not AI Drinkwitz. Shane Beamer mm. would be pissed that he didn't he didn't get to the edible, the edible general, mascot. But, but this one specifically, yeah. Is he? Is it just edible things in general or pop tarts? Is he a pop tart guy? I don't know. I just I just think he's a big like I want to win that so I can you know, eat something or have something dumped on me. I don't know. He's, he's a weird dude. Do you think if this was an oatmeal cream pie, Nick Saban would be mad they made it to the college football playoff? Yes. I think he would get in front of the, the media and just be like, guys, we should not be in. That's my favorite part about last night is right after the game. He's asked about it. And he's like, I'm going to go celebrate this win. We'll leave that up to the decision makers. 30 minutes later, he's back out on the desk and gives out this whole spiel while they should be in. And I was like, I mean, I guess you don't celebrate too long. That's, that's, yeah. <laughs> yeah Which I, I get it. I don't, I don't fault coaches for lobbying because you have to in the system. It's part of it. And I, but I also feel like, uh, uh, Mike Norvell made a pretty good case throughout the whole season winning games. That's a pretty good case too, but, uh, also at the mic. Um, David Jones said we beat Iowa the last time we played them. We did, and it gave me one of my favorite football moments of all time. Um, if you're familiar with, uh, I think actually Georgia did on or Florida, Alabama, one of those teams did on the opening kickoff this uh, this week where they kept the foot inbounds and caught the kickoff to to get the penalty. Um, you had Iowa do the opposite of that and basketball keep the ball in bounds and just throw it back in on kickoff, if you remember that play. Oh, yeah. Axelair Bowl. For no clear reason. You got to save it, man. I guess. Ball's live. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't one of my know, favorite. That guy knows moments. ball. Uh, wrong sport, but he knows ball. Right. Yeah. Right. It was a it was a good moment that I, I, I think about pretty often, honestly. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited about the – the Citrus Bowl. I, th- I think it is a favorable matchup for us. Um, I think Josh Heupel is really good in the first quarter. Really good on the opening drive. Tennessee scores on the opening drive. I'm feeling good about the win because Iowa can't score. Yeah, if you if you score on the opening drive, I mean, that just about ices the game. And I don't think Iowa really tries to score. I just think they're like – you know, if we get lucky and the ball somehow ends up in the end zone, cool. If not, we'll just play field position. I would argue then they sometimes, yeah, don't even necessarily try to do that. That Iowa Nebraska game was just an all time, just all time, all time. I don't, I mean, I don't even know what to call it. It was, it was a defensive mastermind of a game. Um, it's pretty baffling watching them play football. Again, they are a good football team, just in a very strange and weird way. 
I will say this for the over and under, only two of their games, sorry, three of their games have went over that 36 mark. It was like 20, it was 26 or something like that in the Iowa-Nebraska game, and it should have hit, but the last, what, 20 seconds of the game was just absurd. 20 minutes? No, 20 seconds. Oh, okay. Do you not remember those last, it was not a, I don't think it was, it was even a full minute. Iowa throws an interception. Then Nebraska throws an interception. Yes, that's right. Um, it was insanity. I loved it, but it was insanity. Which I think that game was – it was the over was going to hit like pretty Yeah, I, w- I was about to score. Yeah. And it would have hit. And then well, even in the first half it was close. And then yeah. the second half there was just nothing. Right. But yeah, not, not a great quarterback. Not a lot of playmakers really on that Iowa offense. Really nothing to – Hang your hat on. Their defense is good, so I do think that is probably going to make it – they're going to at least make it ugly. Like, it's not going to be a pretty football game. If you're going there to all the way to Orlando and wanting a pretty football game, probably don't go because it's not <laughs> going to be that. Yeah. I I think that – yeah. Just go in – just be willing to have fun for a week in Orlando, you know? Yeah. But don't don't have any other expectations or, or you yourself will be be upset. The the quarterback has thrown for two hundred yards once this season, and that was against Rutgers. Once. Yeah. I mean, could you imagine the outrage if uh Joe Milton played a game like Deacon Hill did? I mean, talk about death threats. <laughs> Um, but it is a game where you can't like cool name Deacon Hill yeah oh yeah Deacon's a cool name I think but then like Deacon Hill that really solidifies it I feel like your dad has to be a passer right maybe or just a Purdue alum yeah but um okay um (laughs) you mean Wake Forest sweet name I actually do know a pastor with a child named Deacon, so I guess that does track. Were you mean in Wake Forest? Shit, I get those two teams confused all the time. <laughs> they, they I got them confused. Similar. I got them confused this week, actually. They are very similar. Yeah. Same colors, kind of same level in both sports. Well, maybe not basketball. Definitely not basketball. You get it. But I do think they are going to make it interesting because their defense is good, and Tennessee has struggled a little bit offensively. Um, so far this, or so far at this whole year, um, <laughs> one game left so far, Landon. So, I, yeah, I, I do think like you, you can't like get like in a hurry to score. Like you, you feel like you like, if it's not there, like don't, don't make, try to make something out of nothing. Like it, it's not going to work. That's how Iowa wins football games is they kind of make you fall asleep offensively. You you do something stupid because you feel like you have to score. Like, he's yeah. like, this team isn't good. Like, I need to score. I need to get in the end zone. Um, and then you make a mistake, and and that's you know that's how you win. They win football games, block punts. Um, you know they're really good on special teams, so that they block punts. They also have a good returner. One was called back for <laughs> no reason whatsoever. The same way Tennessee fair had yeah. fair catch rule. Yeah, you know that rule. Everyone mm-hmm. knows that rule. Yeah. The uh 
Yeah, I, mean, I think it'll be uh, in terms of just like close and um, how the teams match up. Like, I think that will make it a good quote unquote good game, depending on how you define good game. Yeah, I wouldn't. I mean, unless Tennessee's offense just all of a sudden starts really clicking, I, I would not expect. A, I wouldn't expect a, a big victory margin by any means. Yeah. I do think Tennessee's probably the better team in this matchup. Um, if you look at, at all units, but yeah, I wouldn't. I would not expect that. And who doesn't play in this game for Tennessee? Does Tyler Barron play? Does Jalen Wright play? Um, you know, who, who plays in it is some All valid else. questions. Because I was really good about stopping the run. I'm, Blake Corum didn't really run for a whole lot of yards against them. No, they didn't I, land him, which is an interesting point that you brought up. Because <laughs> I thought you had to have a good offense to get into the college football playoff. You do, apparently. Well – for certain teams, but other teams, no. Right. Well, your your offense doesn't have to necessarily be good. They just can't be good. They can't be good, then lose their starting quarterback, and then not be good. As long as they're just not good all year, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really don't have much for Iowa right now. Um, I know we'll get into it kind of as we get closer. Um, but we also just found out this information. I did honestly, Iowa was not on my radar of teams. I don't know if this was predicted or not. I don't remember seeing an Iowa matchup. No, most of it. I mean, this kind of all happened because of the Alabama, you know, right. them getting in. And it, it looked like we were going to go to uh, the Gator Bowl and play North Carolina or NC State, which NC State, you know, we kind of talked about this, but it didn't make sense because we were playing them the second game next year, um, which is awesome. Yeah. Man. Yeah, it kind of yeah, it kind of looks like kind of looked like North Carolina until that happened, and then the projections kind of went the way that they did. And going to Orlando, Disney, we're going to Disney. That is a cool that, thing. We are going is, to Disney World, and, and I like that. Um, you know, you get all the the videos of the team doing bowl activity stuff. Like they'll they'll go to. Uh, They'll probably go to one of the Disney parks. Um, I, I hope it's uh, Animal Kingdom because um, seeing grown men, football players, tough guys freak out at animals is one of my favorite things. Yeah, I'm trying to see where um, – isn't Joe Milton from Orlando or close to it? He's from Florida. He doesn't lose in the state of Florida. Next, I don't know where he's from. I, I thought he was from the Miami area. Okay, he's not from Orlando. Where's he from? Pahokee, which is near. It's come like on, geography guy. Fort Myers. Okay, so close to Orlando, West, West Palm Beach, or close to Miami. Okay. It's a weird way to say Caleb was right, Landon, but thank you. It's like, I mean, it's not Miami. But if you were going to – you're going to say, are they – I said close to Miami. I didn't say Miami. Yeah, if he's close to Fort Myers and West Palm Beach, he's close to Miami. <laughs> he's from – he is from Southern Florida, yes. Thank you. I don't know how that – why that was so hard to say. I didn't say he was from Cuba. <laughs> like, I, I don't he actually is from Cuba. I respect that. Um, all right, let's 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 talk what all this has been getting to this week because because Tennessee's 
in the grand scheme of things, we'll. Oh, did you see where people already bought tickets to the Gator Bowl? (laughs) Somebody bought seven. Which why are you (laughs) on seven tickets? Um, Yeah, just I feel like we should have learned our lesson by now. You should have. You don't. You don't. You don't ever do it. You wait. I know it's stupid and it's hard to wait, but unless you have an insider that tells you that you trust that is on the selection committee of the bowl. Yeah. You don't do it. Well, like you just, you just have it queued up and then as soon as they announce it, then you buy them real quick. Yeah. They're not going to change the prices on you that fast. Or you do what I do and you just, you make fake tickets to get into events and you never pay for them. Okay. Yeah. You sneak in. Yeah. Well, not even sneak. You have a ticket. So they think. Okay. Yeah. That'd be a great business to get into. For yourself, I'd never sell the tickets. A lot harder now. It's got to be a lot. I, I feel like, though, if you go to the stadium that, that you know, just kind of sucks. Like like Tennessee last year, I feel like you could have got – you could have gotten into the stadium very easily with just a screenshot, and they just would have assumed their machines weren't working. I feel like I saw that a lot. They're like, our machines are down. You got the ticket on your phone? Awesome. Dude, I feel like this could be a TikTok where like people go up to these stadiums with like tickets that you get like at a carnival or an arcade and go like try to scan that ticket or just hand it to the person and try to walk in. They're like, uh brother, that is a paper ticket. That's yeah. less than a paper ticket. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure some people, especially like I forget what game it was, but you remember they're like searching them, they're like patting them down, and it's just like they just kind of like throw their arms up and down and like let them go through. I feel like that is – you could get in with that. We didn't scan our tickets to get into the Battle of Bristol because the machines were down. That's right, yeah. Okay, so we just hack it. Just, uh, machines are down all the time. Yeah. Figure it out for yourself. Yeah, we need to make sure these machines are made at the same place that McDonald's ice cream machines are. <laughs> Correct. Um, I did. So we're going to get in the college football playoff. I just got a, a, a good text message from my brother, Sam. He said the college football playoff is not a playoff. It's an invitational. Ooh. Ooh. He said he saw that in a tweet. He doesn't know where it's at or he'd credit it. And he's right. He's absolutely right. Yeah. It, it's just unreal to me. And, and it's not that I think – it's not really who I think like shouldn't be in. I just don't see how you leave out Florida State. You can't leave out Florida State. And and again, if for anybody that wants to come in and argue for why Alabama should be in, you're welcome to. Here's the thing. You cannot say best teams get in because Georgia was left out, because Ohio State was left out. You cannot tell me best teams. And I'm not even – Ohio State's not necessarily in that argument. Georgia is, 100%. Yeah, I mean, the college football playoff put them at number one like every single week except yeah. for like the first one, right? Yeah, just to piss off Kirby Smart because apparently yeah. that's fun to do. But you cannot tell me best team's in because the best team did not get in. You cannot tell me they didn't want to blow out in the semifinal because the last team to get blown out in the semifinal was not a limping TCU team. No, no, it was a Michigan team who got beat by a limping TCU team. TCU got blown out in the national championship, not in the semifinal. So we cannot use that argument. Those are invalid. You cannot bring invalid arguments to this. Those two are invalid. That's all I've heard, though. 
best teams, best teams, best teams. That's not an argument. That's not real. Their yeah. job is to pick the four best teams. Then why do we play the games? The college football playoff was supposed to improve the BCS system. You said it. Who would be number three in the BCS system? I think you said it before the show. Or maybe John that did. It's Florida State. Florida State would be number three if we went back to the BCS bowl rank or BCS rankings. Mm-hmm. And they're being left out of the college football playoff. And we, we want to go to strength of schedule and all of this. They won 13 games. Strength of schedule should be looked at as a tiebreaker. Well, and then did you see kind of what the committee did to them? They literally, <laughs> they they didn't put them in and then matched them up against Georgia in the Orange Bowl. And so now they're, now they get beat and then they can just, it can be yeah. justified that they didn't do it. Georgia dropped from number one to number seven because of a three-point loss, or sorry, number six, because of a three-point loss on a neutral site with a very questionable call being one of the game-changing moments. And Georgia didn't play good by any means. I said it. That was one of the most mistakes-filled, mistake-filled game by Georgia I've ever seen in, in the last three years. But if so is, is it – I just have a question for the committee. Is it the best four teams – throughout the entire year, or is it the best four teams of championship weekend? Uh, it has to be of championship weekend, Landon, because if we're talking about teams limping, Alabama didn't only limp to a win over Auburn, who got beat by New Mexico State. They they didn't limp to that win. They got it gifted to them by Hugh Freeze, who already had hookers on the sidelines celebrating, apparently. Too, <laughs> too many titties around to even know what defense to run. That's the only way he could have made that call. It yeah, is it is absolutely absurd that we're going to say best team, best team, best team. And we forget that Alabama barely escapes Auburn. Embarrasses themselves to use at USF. Emb- like it just it doesn't make sense. And then FSU, we cannot criticize them for their conference schedule. You know what they did though out of conference landing? They beat LSU, and they beat Florida with a backup quarterback. In the swamp. And it's not their fault Florida sucks this year. Yes, in the swamp. It's not their fault Florida sucks this year. They scheduled them. And we want to say, oh, Alabama's going to get punished for scheduling a tough out of conference? Then don't schedule it. You're going to get there anyways. You got there losing it. Well, and if you want to have the four best teams that have the best product on the field – You've already had two of those teams play. And yeah. who won? Texas. Yeah. Absolutely. In Tuscaloosa. They won by Ab- 10. Absolutely. I mean, part of that is just because, like, I don't want Alabama to be in it. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't. But the other but part it, is just, like, it's it's dumb but because, like, all I hear is arguments as why Alabama should be in it. And I'm not really having – we're not really hearing arguments other than, like, Jordan Travis got hurt. I mean, but, but have, okay, and that that's valid. But even then, and I don't know if there are a lot of people that'll use that argument to admit it. Even with Jordan Travis, Alabama's probably a better football team. Hundred percent. So why does Jordan Travis getting hurt matter at all? There, they should be in. And I'm not having this argument if Florida State's a one loss conference champion. I'm not. All right, let, let's let's play this game. If Jalen Milrow got hurt in that game yesterday. 
and they still won, is Alabama still in it? That's of a course great question, are. Landon. Of That's a great question. Of course they are. It's a great question. They're using the and, – and an injury – the fact that they're experts on college football, they are the ones who select the four teams that compete for the national championship. They should be the experts on college football. Think that college football is about one player, and I'm not saying Jordan Travis isn't incredibly important to that football team. I'm not saying the quarterback position is one of, if not the most important position on the field currently in college football. If you believe as a college football expert, one player makes the game, you're an idiot. You're an idiot. Yeah. And it's not like I think Florida State is going to win a national championship. Absolutely, if they were in. They would. They would lose. They would I definitely think, lose. But they should have a chance to. They play. have. They should have. I tweeted it at you, and you said they. This FSU team gets beat by forty points. Yes, they probably maybe not forty. They get thumped, but they should have the opportunity to lose by forty points. Yeah, absolutely. They earned it. And I mean, everybody it, knew, like. I, w- I was actually shocked that TCU did win a, a their first playoff game last year. I was because I, I mean we TCU last year. Yeah, absolutely. And they they did get thumped in the national championship, but they earned the right to be there. You can't do that with t- TCU. wasn't one of the top four teams in the country last year. Not best, no, certainly not. No, but they earned the right to be there. Exactly. And I've. It's just because it was it was either them or Alabama. That that was the only like it was the only choice. You had to put Texas in because they beat Alabama. But the, but did you? Because we're going four best teams, Landon. Remember? So did you? But they're the they're the, one the, of the four best teams yesterday. I guess the criteria doesn't match up with what they selected. Yeah. The the criteria they're saying they used does not match up with what they selected. Yeah, and did Florida State look terrible? Yesterday, kinda on but one side beat, of the ball. On yeah, one, they, ball, they were a ranked team. It's not like Louisville was this terrible team. They did lose Kentucky, which that is a mark on them. But they did beat Notre Dame. But, but again, Florida State. David Jones just said their defense is ca- is championship caliber. Their defense looked just as good as any defense this weekend, if not better than most. Yeah, I just don't understand. Like we, we punished. Florida State for their conference. We're not going to punish Texas, Washington, and Washington has many, many, just as many as Florida State narrow escapes. Uh, that's another. Michael Penix gets hurt. Is Washington still in? Probably not. They don't get the favor, so probably not. Yeah, I heard Kirk Herbstreit say if, if JJ McCarthy gets hurt for Michigan, are they? A different are they looked at differently? They shouldn't be. Who is who is looking at Michigan and be like, man, we got to watch out for that JJ McCarthy kid. <laughs> and 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 I was and here's another thing, they pigeonhole themselves by keeping Florida State ranked. That's another thing. If you take them out of the top four ranking when Jordan Travis gets hurt, I at least respect you. You had the balls to do it. Here's the problem: they didn't do that. They expected them to lose at Florida, and then they didn't. They probably expected them to lose again in the ACC championship. They didn't. So why did they drop? What changes? What changed? What were they like? What were they last week in the college football playoff? Were they third? I thought they were. I'll have to go back and look. Because I, I want to ask the question as like, okay, Jordan Travis is already hurt. They stayed the same place in the rankings. They won you a knew his injury. They won a conference championship. 
with, with not even with the backup with the third string quarterback. They were number four last week, and they go down. They were number five before beating, or before beating Florida. They were number five after beating Florida. They were number four when so, Ohio State dropped out. So, okay, so they were four. Yeah, you moved yeah. on. You moved on back after winning a conference championship and beating a ranked team. That's insane. It's absolutely. It is. It, it makes no sense. Absolutely zero sense. It makes no sense that Georgia drops out of the playoff after a three-point neutral field loss, neutral site loss. And again, in the criteria they are using, yeah. it makes zero sense. And, and and for all again, going back, if we're just going to select the best four teams, don't even look at the record. Don't even look at records. Because records don't matter then. Or wait a minute, Landon, don't they matter? In sports, don't the quote-unquote best teams win the games? That's the thing. Not always does the best team win the game. But we conclude that they were the best because they won. In sports, not always does the best team win the championship. In fact, in basketball, which is a different sport, but the NCAA prides itself on having something they call March Madness, which historically does not award the best team the championship. So what are we doing saying best team, best teams, best teams based on our eyes when we have records and stats and conferences? And again, a lot of people have a problem not with FSU, but with the way that college football is structured. Well, if it's not changing, then we have to use the structure we have. We have to. It doesn't make sense to go, I don't like the structure. I'm going to do what I want. If you don't like it, change the structure. The NCAA has the power to do so, but instead they enacted the college football playoff College ball playoff has to follow the NCAA structure if you're going to use that structure. Period. End of story. Period. Yeah. I mean, it, it's worked out to this point of like your your top four teams is usually a kind of consistent consensus. Your top four teams. Um, this year was different. What about when there's twelve? You think this gets easier? No. And, <laughs> it's and I don't get worse. And I think people, you're not going to have the arguments for the Florida States of the world. They're going to always get in on the twelve team. But we're seriously not going to sit here and be arguing over, well, is, should LSU be the 12th team? Should Louisville be the 12th team? Should Liberty? Should, should, yeah. Like, you don't think those arguments are going to exist. And there's going to be more teams that are on that bubble now instead of just one. Yeah. So, yes. it, it the And that's what I love. I do love that even with the 12th team, we're still going to get this debate. I don't think there's any any I I will be shocked if there's anything as glaringly dumb as what's as what's happened today ever happen again. Yeah, and we are like we are saying that if they are if, if it was truly the four best teams, they got it wrong. I just don't understand why we're even playing the playoff at this point. If Alabama is one of the four. I think Alabama is better than Michigan. I think Alabama is better than Washington. Why, I think why would Georgia play in a conference championship game ever again? Right, but I, here's it my question: hurt. It all, it was only going to hurt them. Why didn't why isn't Alabama just playing in the national championship? If we're playing the best teams, why don't we just award them and move on? Yeah, we should have just played Georgia and Alabama and just did like a seven game series to yeah. see who was the the best team. The, the argument doesn't make sense. And then again, them going back to the the critical the critical injury aspect, the key player aspect, well, what's a key player in their mind? Because in my mind, Landon, if you lose your starting All-American left tackle, that's pretty key. Are we going to 
Amarius Mims. It's a great example. I don't know if he came back in, but he got injured in that right tackle. But he got injured in that game. Mm-hmm. Is Georgia still going? What if Brock Bowers doesn't ever come back into the game? Brock Lad Bowers McConkey. is hurt. Right. Well, so, yeah, I mean, they're not in. So that's pro- but that's again, probably they, not in. <laughs> that probably. But again, if they get in. Well, that that's what makes me believe, like, if Tennessee would have won that game and Hinton Hooker still got hurt against South Carolina, Tennessee doesn't get in. They ranked Alabama ahead of Tennessee still, and we yeah, had the head-to-head. Based, based on this logic, yes. They, I mean, this happened last year just on a less notice. It, the Alabama bias happened last year on a less noticeable scale because it didn't get them in the playoff. Mm-hmm. That's another thing. All these Tennessee fans that are saying it should be Alabama, it should be Alabama, shut the hell up about Alabama bias. You're in on it. This is Alabama bias at its finest. It's not SEC bias. Georgia would be in. It is Alabama bias. Nick Saban runs college football, and maybe rightfully so at this point because he's dominated it for a long amount of time. This is Alabama bias at its finest. Yeah, I watched that Alabama game two weeks ago, and they were not one of the best four teams in college football. And another note that Jonathan told me earlier, and I I believe it to be true, if the only thing that kept that Florida State out is Jordan Travis's injury, he's the Heisman winner, period, end of story. Yeah, he hasn't been in the Heisman race all year long. How is that? Man, I guess he's a starting quarterback, but, I mean, Hendon Hooker was also a backup quarterback to Joe Milton. And he ended up being a Heisman candidate. So, who who's saying that that back? I know he got hurt against who did Florida. Yeah. I mean, who's to say that he's not better than Jordan Travis? I mean, who's who's to say that this this third string quarterback he gets a game under his belt, gets a month to practice as a starting quarterback, isn't good enough to manage a win? Yeah. Because as we said, that defense is legit. Yeah, it just sucks. And if I'm a Florida State fan, I am livid. Oh, I'm I'm rioting, livid. I'm rioting at in Indianapolis because I don't and know. Then, what college football playoff <laughs> then, you, then you drew pro like honestly, I, I do think Georgia is probably the best team in college football. They have been all year long, except for yesterday. They just kind of beat themselves. But we can we can even call yesterday fluky because uh, Alabama gets that what, what looked to be we'll see if it goes to review if they can flip it, but looked to be an incomplete pass on fourth down that leads to a touchdown. Yeah, well, that's a, kind of another thing I wanted to bring up is like a lot of people were saying like it, it would be better football games, better for ratings. This isn't an inter- the- this isn't a scripted TV show. This right. isn't a CBS's Survivor. This is college football. The best teams you the best teams are decided by what you do on the field. Not what we think and see, what we think in our hearts and see with our eyes. That's not how college football should be determined. But isn't some of the best college football about upsets? So we just don't want yeah. any upsets. No, incorrect. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I guess you're correct, but yes, we don't want upsets. That's yeah. it, it is it is it is actually insane that yeah. I don't that envy being a, a Florida State fan because that blows. Um, I just did they like why even watch? So if out Al, once Alabama won, I'm assuming they didn't even watch the games because why did you need to? Oh yeah, well, everybody knew exactly what was going to happen. Because that's that's my next question. Let's say Florida State goes in there and beats Louisville by thirty. The criteria you gave, they still aren't in. Well, and and Boo Corgan 
he's used that it's you know it's not a, a beauty contest like you don't have to it's take care of business but you are saying Florida State didn't look good enough yesterday to compete for a national championship so but if they would have beat them by 50 would they have that's a beauty contest yeah there, there was I mean if we're going beauty contests, I mean, two weeks ago in the Iron Bowl, that was that was the ugliest win I've ever seen. I, I we we need a social experiment where we get the same group of people in the room and we change the circumstances of Alabama and Florida State. You know, we we change their their schedules to that, but the wins and losses and stats to match. Jalen Milrow goes down. Uh, I don't even know who their second string quarterback is now. If it's Toss Simpson or a kid from Notre Dame, Tyler Buckner. Yeah, I, I, they change those scenarios and, and see what they do. Because uh, Landon, I know what they do. I know for a fact what they do. It, it is very clear why Alabama is the team that got in, and not Georgia, and not Ohio State. Yeah, I mean, if Tennessee would have been in Alabama's position, they're not in. And I wouldn't have blamed them. You, you can't lose that game at home. By 10 points. That's another thing. Why does – so in the world of best teams – I would still be teams, mad, best but teams, yeah. It, yeah right. You're mad, but I'm honestly more mad that we lose that game at home to another college football playoff team. Mm-hmm. Because you know what? These things should be deci- decided by the games that are played on the field. Not by some – U.S. Senator or, or Secretary of Defense, no offense, Condoleezza Rice, seem like a good girl. Go back to Cleveland, coach their football team. Don't meddle in this business. I don't even think she's on the committee anymore, but you get it. It's 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 baffling. It is, it is not in the spirit of any sport. Again, it is a scripted entertainment television show at this point. If you just get to select who's there. It is, in the words of Sam Mitchell, it is an invitational, not a playoff. I would say I wouldn't watch, but I'm going to (laughs) watch. Oh, yeah. Well, and like for game-wise, like it's kind of – with Georgia not being in there, I mean, there's no lock of who's going to win a national championship. I honestly don't know. God, how great would it be if Alabama somehow lost by double digits to Michigan? I don't think they ever would in, in a universe. But, in fact, it would be more likely the other way around. Bring back Connor Stallions. That's the only answer. Bring back. <laughs> well, e- even if Michigan does win a national championship, asterisk. Yeah, it has to be. That's another thing. That, that, that is another thing, though. We're going to debate Florida State with an injured quarterback, and we're just going to leave off the fact that their coach has not been suspended just once for cheating by NCAA rules, but twice this season. He's been suspended twice for cheating NCAA rules. Not even a blink of the eye. It would be funny if Michigan ends up winning a national championship. Well, I guess like it doesn't really matter. Oh, I, if, I, if I'm a Michigan fan, I'm like, I don't give a shit what they do. We won. Yeah. But it would it be was, funny, maybe like they get to the national championship and be like, no, you're out. And that, the team that but, lost the semifinal gets to play in the national championship. Hey, that's that another good question. What if we find out next week that a starting quarterback for one of these teams just had a fluke injury in practice? Get them out. What, what then? Get them out. It's the four best teams, Landon. Key injuries factor. Mm-hmm. It, it is. It's truly insane. Truly insane. I can I. I. I knew it was going to happen, 
you you see so many you see so many people on ESPN, not just the SEC Network, guys. ESPN people saying it. You know that they're preparing, they're feeling out the crowd. I knew it was going to happen. There was no doubt in my mind it was going to happen. But it's still just, I it kind of blows my mind they did it. Kind of blows my mind they actually did it. Just give me some con- consistency, please. Well, there, there, Landon, there will be some consistency in this in this playoff. You know what it is. Michigan will once again fail to win a postseason game. <laughs> All right, I'm in. So, yeah, I mean, if I'm also a Michigan fan, I'm like, good God, can yeah, we not Florida happen? State? <laughs> but I mean, you know, that would be a very Iowa esque football game. But Florida State, even with a limping third string quarterback, you know, just limping across the finish line, they probably have a better offense than Iowa still. I don't know if I'd say probably they do. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah, uh, and this is another thing. This doesn't happen to Clemson. If it, if it, Clemson is same way, they're in. Or Dabo would Dabo would turn sharply. He would not be good Christian man. Dabo, as Tyler mm-hmm. from Spartanburg put it, yeah, which would be a fun CM play, like full on villain. He's starting to get there. Yeah, I mean, my message for. To Tyler, it's just like, hey, you're paying him an awful lot of money to not make it to the ACC championship, who ended up not being in the college football playoff anyway. Yeah. Oh, so, so dumb. So <laughs> dumb. It's it, And it, it has a little bit to do with Bama, I'll be honest. It has a little bit to do with who it was. Oh, yeah. But I'm way more mad for FSU than I am mad about Bama being in it. We're not shocked. I'm not shocked at all. No. At all. There was that little bit of me. It was just like a no SEC college football playoff. Please sign me up. Yeah. Unless it's Tennessee, I'm out. Yeah. Apparently, Nick Saban's number, phone number was released, and he's getting phone calls. Oh, good for him. Yeah. Uh, about how they shouldn't be in the playoff. Well, you shouldn't be. I'm not saying they should call you, but you shouldn't be. Also, uh, as a man ripping peace who is more eloquent with his words than I, uh, but has my very similar thoughts, Mike Leach had in 2017 had a comment about this very scenario. Go go give it a listen. Oh, so did uh, Kirk Herbstreit back in uh, 2014. He said, why such sensitivity from FSU fans? If you win, if you win out, you'll be in the top four regardless. Who cares who's one or two? Goal is to finish in top four. That was uh, October 12th, 2014. That's what he said. That was the first year of the college football playoff. So I think he's changed his stance a little bit. We also who did, who did We also know who did the college football selection show, ESPN. <laughs> uh, we also know who signs Kirk Herbstreit's check, ESPN. Yeah. Yeah. So. Kirk Herbstreit has become like when, when the college football playoff or ESPN or anything like does anything like dumb or controversial, he's the first person that they ask about it. And it's just always defending them. Kind of like the guy in the booth, the yeah, the ref. Yeah. The official ex- expert, rules yeah. expert. Yeah. Um, he's like, oh, well, they saw this, this, and this, and 
you know, that's why it wasn't a fumble. It's like you, he's like, you can't clearly see it. Um, I think you just gotta go with well, it's on the field. It's like, thanks for the inside, buddy. Yeah. Um uh, oh well, we'll watch it in a few weeks. Um, we got our own game to get prepared for on <laughs> New Year's Day, Citrus Bowl. Um, honestly, like if they're just gonna do this, I feel like any team who wins their bowl game should be like, I am one of the four best teams. Agreed. Agreed. You are Florida, I am. Florida State, especially since you're playing Georgia now, if you find a way to win that game, you're the national champion. I will print the shirts if you don't. Yeah. I mean, if we beat Iowa 27 to nothing instead of 26 to nothing, technically we beat them worse than Michigan, so we should have been in the college football playoff. It yeah. doesn't matter what your record is. It just matters that you're the best team at that point in time. Right. Right. 100%. I'll go ahead and print the shirts just in case. Yeah. Let's, let's get them ready. Get them hot off the press. This is my favorite tweet of today as I'm looking at the college football playoff uh, stuff unfold. Watching Greg McElroy tell me a team can't overcome subpar QB play to win a natty is comedy gold. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Uh, do you think he sees the do you think he sees the irony in that? Or I hope I hope Booger after the show just said, Hey man, I didn't want to do that to you on air. But just so you understand what you said. <laughs> Yeah, Booger was heated. I I, I love Booger McFarlane. Um, I hate that he gets so much trash from the debacle that was his Monday Night Football attempt because um, it wasn't really his fault that they came up with the Booger Mobile. But um, yeah, he he gets a lot of hate for that. But he he's he's great. Um, and uh, if you're listening to Kirk Herbstreit over Booger McFarlane, you my friend are the average American consumer. I listen to a lot of Booger, and I like Kirk. He I like does. Clear. He does have some of those like talk shows where he talks and has no clue like who this person is, um, or who who a player is of some sort. Um, but yeah, I'm not I'm not listening to Greg McElroy talk about how Alabama should be in the playoff. Give me a break. Yeah, right, right. It yeah, it's hilarious, honestly. Um, all right. I guess that's enough of that. I don't really have anything else to say. Um, if you have bad opinions, don't tweet at me. Yeah. We'll um, we'll watch it. It'll be fun. <laughs> All right. Uh, Mandy told me to tell you follow the money. With who? Like, I guess for the college football playoff, follow the money. Okay. I'll keep an eye on the bank accounts. <laughs> Yeah. I just hated like after after that playoff game. Or not playoff game. I was really hoping that we could tweet out the SEC championship just being a consolation game. That would have been awesome. Um but as soon as it was over, they're just like, you gotta put Alabama in. Alabama's in. They're one of the best. They're they're one of the best four. Like it was just constant. And you knew exactly what the committee was going to do as soon as that game was over. And hey, now I'll give them credit. They were also shilling for Georgia to get in too, but their argument for the committee was correct. Put the four best teams in, Georgia's got to be in. Yeah. Before Florida State even played, they're already, right. you know, trying to put Alabama in. 
that's what I'm saying. They had to just turn off the like why even watch the games at that point. And and you knew like those people saying that knew you had to kick Florida State out because Michigan had to be in, Washington had to be in, and um Texas had to be in if Alabama was gonna be in there. Right. I mean, I would if I was on the college football playoff committee, I wouldn't have shown up this morning. I would have been like, I know how we're all we're all rolling, so I'm not yeah. gonna get out of bed. Yeah. Unless the brunch is good, then I'll show up. Yeah, just also, let me know if I need to be the the tiebreaker. Why did why did we uh why do we have it at noon? Just have it like eight a.m. or something. We know you knew what you were voting last night. Why why did we have it at noon? Yeah. Yeah. So teams can get two hours of sleep before. <laughs> yeah, you all let Florida State wake up, go to the facility, and then broke their hearts. Yeah. Jerks. Yeah. Somebody said uh, Mike Norvell got two hours of sleep the night before. I was like. <laughs> Man, that sleep's gonna suck after that. That's not that's not a fun Sunday power nap. Yeah. All right, let's uh basketball. talk about championship week. Yeah, let's let's get oh, to okay. basketball. Yeah. Um we all we all know who won and it didn't really matter. Right. That's another thing. Like, why are we playing call conference championships? <laughs> um yeah, basketball. Tennessee is back in action on Tuesday against George Mason at six thirty. And um, we go in Thompson or Food City Center. What are we say? Uh, I will never call it Food. I love Food City. It's my go-to. We'll never call it that. Yeah, there today. Great process. Appreciate it. <laughs> um, that's where I go for gas. But yeah, uh, TBA. And then you got Illinois uh, this weekend, December 9th. At noon in Thompson. Top 25 matchup, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah, and like, did Illinois, Illinois didn't drop out, right? Surely not. I guess I haven't looked to verify. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're still in? I guess that'll be tomorrow, right? Yeah. They release that? Yeah. Uh, they should be. They should be. But yeah, we're just going to say yes. Do what? They did lose at some point, but I don't Right, but it was it was several weeks ago. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be exciting. You're going to that one. Yeah, it should be fun. Yeah, Illinois right now is 24. And they should not move back. If they do, that would be not not even wanting I'm not going to get into people voting rankings anymore. I'm done for the night. Yeah. <laughs> They do play FAU um, tomorrow. Is tomorrow the fifth? Tomorrow's the fourth, Tuesday. Okay, Tuesday. So they play FAU on Tuesday. So that'd be a big matchup. Have really? They did lose the Marquette seventy-one sixty-four. Um, they beat Rutgers by eighteen. Um, kind of beat a bunch of nobodies after that, but. Yeah, should be a good basketball game. And excited for it. Excited for a top 25 matchup and first one of the season yeah. in Thompson Bowling. So Won't be the last. Good SEC slate. Yeah, even though the SEC teams kind of sucked this yeah. week. Yeah, may not. Yeah. That ACC challenge wasn't friendly either. Yeah, Mississippi State. 
lost to Southern University. And then Auburn lost to App State. And Kentucky lost to UNC Wilmington? Yeah. Yeah, good for them. North Carolina, just having some fun with the SEC. <laughs> Tough. Whew. Oh. All right, let's – uh. Joey Dillon, if y'all are in here too, if y'all got any most importance, feel free to hop in. But uh oh, we do have some questions. Let me get to those real quick. Um oh oh before you get into those, can we just can we have a moment of silence? Yeah. Please. good run end of an era end of an era i i'm happy to to have the voices of of brad danielson and and for a while Vern lundquist um off my tv but uh, what i say you said brad brad nessler gary danielson and then for a while now Vern lundquist off of my tv I love that you gave them a celebrity couple name. I did. Yeah. <laughs> the way they fawn over Alabama together, they they probably do more than some celebrity couples. <laughs> um, but uh, that's it. That intro's phenomenal. Gonna miss it. Gonna miss the three thirty premiere game. Um, Tennessee has had some some bad memories, sure, but also some good ones. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a. Uh, it was a good. It was a. And I'll, I'll say this for those guys: they're not as bad as some of the some others out there that we've had on, on other networks um, and CBS as a whole has been uh, great for the sec. Um, part of the reason why sec network is a thing and um, just a, a good outro there to conclude their, their 20 years of broadcasting the sec. And I'm going to miss it as someone who grew up on, on C- sec on CBS. I'm going to miss it. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. Um, also like not being on the network, still watching those games. Just something about the colors, the blue. I mean, it's just – it just makes you fall asleep. It's it's, it's nap time. That music and the overhead shot of any SEC stadium in the fall is one of my favorite things on television. And, yes, I have taken, taken some of my best naps ever, and I'm convinced that I had my, less, my last great nap on Saturday. Yeah. I'm convinced of it. Yeah, you wake up and you're like, oh man, I'm I missed some of this game. You're like, oh, it's another blowout. I'm, I'm you're just like a little groggy and you mentioned that those colors are so vibrant on CBS. And yeah, it's just really nice to wake up to. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have some questions real quick. Let's get to those. So uh CJ asked us, Nico seeing snaps in a competitive four quarter game. I, I hope so. Yeah, in the bowl game. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you hope so. I don't. I don't know. I mean, if we're going based off this year, probably not. Right. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Why not? Why not? I'm. I'm with you. Here's. Iowa's a team. I wouldn't. If you're up. 
couple scores on them. I don't think you have to worry too much of them coming all the way back. I say that, and Deacon Hill's going to throw for 400 yards. But And then um, we have Vols fans since birth says, uh, rumor true that Martinez is getting an extension. What? Where was that rumor at? I, mean, I guess, I don't know. I don't know if it's true, but I haven't seen it. Surely not? I saw something where it was just like a troll account tweeting that Tim Banks was getting the MTSU jobs and they were promoting Willie Martinez, the defensive coordinator. <laughs> okay. Maybe I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, I'm, I'm, I can almost certainly say that's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, it was funny that troll account tweeted first and then John Bryce was like, yeah, he actually did interview. There was interest there. From <laughs> 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 I was like, dang, RGW is like come full circle. Like he's, he's yeah. nailing them now. Um. Who knows? I will say this with Willie Martinez. It is kind of frustrating that the way they've kind of went about the secondary. But from what I know, Tim Banks does the – he does the safeties, right? I think so, yeah. So, Willie Martinez would have been the corners. I mean, one of Tennessee's yeah. best players was a corner until he got hurt and Kamal Haddon. Yeah, you're not wrong. So, I don't know. Yeah, it, it's kind of been underwhelming, but I think he's recruited better than some on the staff. Right. You haven't really done too well at tight end. Just seem to can't can't get any. <laughs> um, you know, luckily we have Ethan Davis on the roster, but I mean, if he goes down, I don't know what we're going to do. Um, offensive line. I mean, hopefully you can – if Jordan's, if you land Jordan Seaton, you know, that probably changes a lot of how you look at it. But offensive line recruiting has been abysmal. I mean, you haven't seen any of those guys have any kind of real reps. I mean, Addison right. Nichols is probably the most, but that was part of that 2021 class. Like, I mean, the past – Two classes haven't really seen anybody be able to step step up, and it's not like this offensive line was, was just head and shoulders better than a bunch of people either. So you're not you're not wrong in all that. So, so I, I don't know. I don't know if Willie Martinez is going to get an extension. I don't think he's as bad as. What people like say about him, I just right. don't. I don't know. I mean, if he doesn't, oh well. I don't think we're losing a whole lot if he doesn't get one and leaves. Yeah, he's not wowed me one way, and and he hasn't just like fallen on his face either. I don't. I don't think that's fair. Yeah, I think that's fair. The safeties are a bigger issue to me than the corners were. It's tough for me to really uh, make a, you know, to really determine that because um, I thought both their plays were, especially when Kamal Hyde went down pretty weak. But uh, yeah, that, yeah. That, that is true. Um, yeah. I think it's more of just like not playing younger players. Yeah, yeah for sure. That like, has been an interesting playing thing. Playing Jalen McCullough and Wesley Walker, Andre Turrenton, every single snap in that Vanderbilt game just blew my mind. <laughs> yeah. But whatever. 
All right. Any other questions? Uh, Joe, Joey Boots said a 64-team playoff. So, I'm in. I am too. Honestly. I can't wait until we go to 64 teams and then we have another play-in for that 64-team tournament. It's awesome. Yeah, no, truly. It will be be great. Um, Vanderbilt's going to build a statue for Clark Lee if he makes a 64-team playoff. I think they should. (laughs) All right, most important. I don't remember what I said before this, but yeah, probably. Oh, um, I do have this. This is one of my favorite best ways to describe traditions. Now, Aaron Foster tweeted because he was talking about how dumb it is that CBS plays their four o'clock game or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he said, he tweeted because they were like, it's tradition. That's what they do. And he said, tradition is peer pressure from dead people. I was like, that's, a, that's my new favorite way to describe traditions now. Say that again. Tradition is peer pressure from dead people. Wow. Kind of accurate though. It's deep. Yeah, honestly, very <laughs> philosophical. <laughs> yeah, that's deep. I mean, six feet under deep. <laughs> Unless they were cremated. Yeah, no, I, don't, I don't know how deep, but deep yeah. for sure. Could have, been, could have been deeper, maybe. I don't know. Uh, also, oh well, I'm sorry, I was about to get into fails. Go on if you have any more supporting. Um. I was going to say something. Oh, a Hinton Hooker. Back with the Lions. Yeah. Practicing. Yeah, that's awesome. Love to see that. Yep. I mean, he's better than Jared Goff, so I'm going to go ahead and say it. Even if I don't really know that for sure, I'm going to say it. Um. Yeah. No, I, let's see. have another one. Oh my gosh. Did you see that dude that broke his leg in the Saints Lions game? Huh. It was a sideline official, a chain gang. Like Jordan Travis leg. Oh my gosh. Oh. I can't stop watching. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> I don't know how it happened. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, I don't I don't want to see that. All I right. just saw the tweet of the Greg McElroy. <laughs> it's awesome. Um, I also have a, a Georgia not three-peating officially. Man. Unless they somehow get voted in the four best teams right. throughout practice this week. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that would have been unbearable. That is like the good news that came out of all this. Are we are we pulling for Michigan? We are, right? Oh gosh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> only if only if they give Connor Stallions his job back while we're for Michigan. Okay. They at least got to give him a, a ring if if they win, right? Yeah.
All right. Uh, any fails? Uh, yeah, I have. I don't know the Barstool Tennessee account. Just it's just the worst. <laughs> what they tweet today? What was it? I saw someone complain about it. Former Tennessee quarterback Caden Salter will play in a New York's New Year's Six Bowl game this year. Tennessee will not. I mean, what does that have to do with anything? But also, they aren't right. Did Liberty yeah, get? They did get into one. Yeah. Okay. I thought they were gonna get left out because of yeah all the they're playoff crap. they're playing Oregon. Okay. Which uh, should be fun. Um, <laughs> hey, Jamie Chabot, never doubt my man. I just don't. I don't understand. Like, what? What do you get out of that tweet? And also, like, Caden Salter. Yeah, that sucked. But like, but uh, I saw some people complain about that. Like, it was Josh Heibel's fault. I'm like, he got in trouble two times in like two weeks. Yeah. Like that, I mean, you had to do that. And I'm not saying you. Well, I'm not even saying you had to kick him off, but it's like he kind of did that to you, not right. the other way around. Right. He he made you make a choice, and you know you're trying to build a culture at that point. You can't just let that happen from the jump. And yeah, it's another thing if he had been there for a year or something. He'd been there for like two weeks when all this occurred. Yeah. No. <laughs> I'm more upset about the Michael Penix thing than. Yeah. I mean. Far. Caden Salter, yeah, he. But I mean, he also, probably he probably would have transferred anyway. If we got Hinton Hooker and he played the way he did, he would have transferred anyway. And, but, and I'm not saying I don't. I wouldn't have loved Michael Penix, but it did give us Hinton Hooker, and he's been one of my favorite players in, in recent memory. So that's true. That's true. Yeah, gotta, but we also would have had Penix this year as well. So it, you know, double edged sword there for me. Yeah, and the it's the fact that we like told him you don't fit the system, and we went and got JT Shroud. Yes. Just baffling. Who who did fit the system on it? <laughs> yeah, he was bad too. So I guess yeah, he did fit the system. Good for him. All also, right. sorry, JT Shroud, you're catching strays, but yeah, we lo- I actually love you, and I blame Jim Cheney for your downfall and no one else. <laughs> All right, and any other any others? We uh, I think I think I'm good. All right. Well, it's been a fun show, guys. Um, a great show. You all have a have a good week. We'll see you back here on Thursday. Yep. Thanks again. Uh, we're bringing the boat in, and we out.